<laughs> okay. Oh my God. Wow. Welcome wow. to The Downside wow. with Jamarcus Arezi. People, they must, they hear this podcast, they're like, there's something bad happened before they started recording. Jamarcus coming in hot. <laughs> and uh, we had, I, I got a new box. And it wasn't working, but it's working now. It is. It's working now. Right? I think I did the thing. I think you fixed it. Now, I can't tell because I could tell part of you was like, we need to just (laughs) settle him down. Yeah, some part of me was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds great now. Let's just just record. No, it does sound, it sounds much better. Um, And um, yeah, uh, now we have stands. We have stands. For the microphones. Guys, watch the video of the podcast because things are getting better. This all credit goes to Tova. What were you saying? And uh, well, I was going to also say um, how nice of you, you know, so we have, we have two out of the three chairs, not the right colors yet, but thank you for pointing this out. Very (laughs) nice of you to give uh, me and uh, our guest Lane, the good chairs while you sit on that. This garbage that my mom got me. Uh, garbage chair. Um, you're Russell Daniels. Yes, yes. And we're joined. This is a very special episode. Yeah. You know, as spontaneous. You know, for, yes, spontaneous. Uh, 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 as you know, if you listen to this podcast, we're figuring it all out. And and sometimes we do, we just have a guest and we we just talk about their life. And it can be tough because sometimes you're like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who get? Oh, you grew up. Yeah, I'm not. I was about to say a specific, like a guest, like, like just throw a guest under the bus, big time. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. And sometimes their family, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. But this one, we had, we had an idea. So I'm, I'm very excited to welcome. She just was a guest uncle for our sketch team, Uncle Function. Yes. Please welcome Lane. Say her last name for us, Russell. Quetteris. Quetteris. Yes. <laughs> I know. You know what? Just remember the female body part. That's what I was gonna ask. Oh, but, but said okay, like a yeah. toddler. Wait, like female body part. Yeah. And then you brought up toddler and yeah, I was like, yeah. well, let's separate <laughs> these two things. <laughs> no, well, like said like a toddler. Say, like, oh, like said a, like, like if, a toddler. Like if a toddler was saying. I it. like that a lot. Thanks. Quidus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, well, I think that plays directly into one of our topics for today, which is about uh, 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 sexual uh Kinks, mm-hmm. um, uh, Russell. What would you, you say? You felt like you were doing a Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> I do. Um, I do. Um, I, uh, kinks. Uh, kinks. <laughs> uh, now, Russell, what would you say your kinks are? <laughs> we're going to just hot. focus yeah. on you. <laughs> so, so the way this episode came about, uh, uh, well, someone dropped. Yes. Uh, number one, we would have had you anyway, but someone did drop. Yes. And we were in rehearsal and uh show went great. You did a fantastic job, by the way. Thank you, you stepped in oh, there. Yeah. You, you, we, I mean, it's last tough. minute, two days, two days before she stepped I in. I forgot. It's two days before because we, we, we had someone and they, they booked, the, something. COVID, booked something and scared about COVID. We're all mm-hmm. figuring it out. Yeah. Believe me, if I booked anything, I'd be out of there. Yeah. 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 I'm begging. <laughs> I'm saying, can I please headline? Anywhere, bumfuck nowhere, PA, get me out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank and you. you stepped in. Was it two days' notice? I think three days. I think you found out three days, but we, you came. Your first rehearsal was Wednesday, right? Yeah. For Friday. Yeah. So it was a, uh, it was a quick, quick turnaround. You killed it. Uh, very exciting. Um, but yeah, when rehearsal, and we were. Well, it reminds me. I don't know if you remember. Uh, uh, I don't know if you were. Are you? Were you started as a theater? Were you a theater person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember Speed the Plow? Jeremy Piven, who's now a stand-up comedian. 
because that's a good sign. He dropped out of that play last minute. He said he had mercury poisoning, which looking back, you're like, this is bullshit. The older you get, you're like, oh, yeah, that was clearly a lie. And uh, Norbert Abutz stepped in uh, with three days notice. Mm, They just needed a star. And I remember he said he said yes to the gig. And then he threw up immediately. (gasps) Because he, he was, he's in the whole play. It's, he's yeah. the whole play. Oh and I think I saw the night that he did it all without calling line because when he finished, like he explode, he celebrated so hard. And, and uh, Russell, I mean, um, Paul, what's his name? Ra- what's the famous actor? Paul Esparza. Raul Esparza. Raul Esparza. I uh, came out and gave him a big hug. We really chastised yeah. you for that one. Raul Esparza. <laughs> Law and Order's Raul Esparza. So, did you throw up? No. <laughs> no, I just finished getting my eyebrows threaded. Yeah. <laughs> is, is what I did. You, I I, you should have left with one eyebrow threaded. You're like, I have to go. Yeah. There's sketches to learn. I sketches sketch to comedy learn. show to do. But I hope you had fun. It can be so challenging because we're, we're a, a longtime friends. And sometimes when you, you join a group of friends practicing it, you have to kind of make yourself at home. Mm. It can be tough. Yeah, but it's a pretty homey group. Yeah, I felt like I felt like it was a good the both of our guests. I felt like we're like very like yes. like there was not like sometimes I, I feel like the, the all the recent guests that we've had have been pretty good about jumping right in and 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 you know sure. I also think we're better now at knowing who who we are and what how we do things. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to figure out that, and I feel like we're. Was Maybe. I too cold? I, I can be a little cold. I can be a little like kind of I feel like exhausted. I can be cold to new people. You? Really? Yeah. Not like me. See, she's a really. Not, not cold. <laughs> I didn't but say like, it about I'm, I'm more, We have it on record. I'm more shy. <laughs> I hope. I'm more shy, I feel like. And sometimes sure. it maybe comes off as like indifferent or. or, or I think I'm so apathetic. punchy with you guys that it could be perceived as. I did a joke because we had, what, two shows canceled now because of COVID? Yeah. Last minute COVID. So right before the last rehearsal, I texted everyone a picture of a positive COVID test. (laughs) And I said, I'm so sorry, you guys. By the way, when you texted that, (laughs) I was about to go in for my callback. I didn't get to see that it was a joke. For me, there was some part of me that was like, is this real? And I was like (laughs) waiting. I was like in, I had to rent a a room at Ripley Greer to do a callback, a Zoom callback, because then we had to go to rehearsal. Nightmare. So I'm waiting there on camera, just waiting for it to come on. I get your text and then I, I like immediately get see your thing and then there the screen pops out the green light comes on and so I'm like wait does he really have COVID like for um for you know for the five to seven minutes I was in the thing and then I got out and then I saw the, the things oh but my like God. I should have known but like I was also my head wasn't there so I wasn't even thinking that you could be joking about that yeah it was it was too close to like yeah clearly I wouldn't have waited right before rehearsal that's true um, but it's, yeah, it's just a, a is, funny thing to joke about. It's just like a gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. The show's canceled again. You know what? The, the the pranked are never the fans of the prank, and that's just that's true. just the nature of being a prankster. Right. Um, but you you said something to me about uh, uh, Findom. Yes. Which which I've talked briefly about on this podcast, but I've always wanted to go further into, and uh, I think I was shocked because you talked about it. So openly. And yeah. it's it's one of those things where I, and, and I might have a misconception where I'm like, I would never know or no one would ever bring it up. Mm, mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but, but 
but you did. And I was like, oh, fuck, we have to talk about this because I'm so fascinated by it. Um, we should also probably clarify, not everyone knows what FinDom is. It's financial All domination. our listeners know what FinDom is. <laughs> we define it at the end. Our little piggies. <laughs> so, <laughs> oink, oink. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, out. So we'll, uh, I'll describe it how, how I found how I found out about it originally because I'm not a, I'm a pretty, I wouldn't say kinky. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm not like. Yeah, what does it I'm, mean to be normal or kinky, really? You know? I think there's something to be abnormal. You think nothing's abnormal? I, I just think, I don't know. I think, I think there's, I mean, we can get into this more, but I, I think there's so much of like us just being like, no, I'm, I'm normal at sex. Like everything yeah. sex me normal. And like, yeah. we try so hard to be like, to like fit an ideal. And it's like, who's to say what's weird a little yeah. bit, but then there is, there is some stuff that you're like, well, that's really well, that's, well that's, that's the line. That's yeah. where the yeah. conservatives go like, oh, that's normal. So now this is normal too, huh? Yeah. You're right. going to marry your dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was having a conversation on a different podcast about, do you, all right, real quick. If, if, if someone has a baby, mm-hmm. they just had a baby. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a couple. And, uh, the, the, they're sharing the bed and the baby's there cause the baby's crying. So the baby's in the bed and the baby's breastfeeding. Do you think it's abnormal or do you think it's no, no, no that if you were making love as the newborn is uh, being uh, uh, breastfed. What? <laughs> That's a little, well, because it's, one, okay, I mean. Newborn. I, you newborn. just created life. You've right. had sex while it was in, in your body. Right. The penis was even closer in that so, case. Totally. I, I mean, I've definitely, like, f- fucked in front of my cats. Like, yeah. <laughs> like sure. yeah. and the sure. cats just look at me like, Almost exclusively. <laughs> I I had I had sex with someone where the dog was Small on apartment. the bed. Yeah, yeah, they'll sit. They'll be yeah. on the edge. I didn't. I didn't like, like the dog being on the bed for no, the sex. No, no, no. I, I, really I don't like the dog in like the crate. It. I don't like the dog in the room. But you know, we were having sex, and like she was like, "Oh, I hear the dog outside the door," and I was like, "That's fine." And she's like, "No, let's let him in." And yeah. then the dog came in, and we just took turns. Um, dog. I do style. feel like the, a dog and a baby are different. Um, but Did I you breastfeed yeah. a dog. That'd be okay. Oh. <laughs> Also, the no, baby's but like, I also, yeah. I don't want to, here's the thing. I, it's very hard to imagine because I don't have kids. Exactly. So, um, uh, it's like, it's two steps because you're saying it's not only is the, that, that baby, which for all like that baby's like just laying there like a thing, like, but like that baby's on the bed, but then the, you're saying that the baby's actually breast actively breastfeeding. I just imagine Wait, like when you just have a, a kid scenario, you're making this up. No, no, no. I, I just imagine it happens because I, I just imagine you're <laughs> you're a married couple. You're in bed. The baby, you're just tired. When do you have but sex she anymore? Wants to have the sex. baby's just there. <laughs> she wants to have sex and breastfeed. She's got like she's got. Like what, what, if you're, what if you have sex? Like- the baby falls asleep. <laughs> you start having sex. And then all of a sudden the baby wakes up, starts crying. But I, you're, you're so close. I feel like the so you in the say, way. It's not like in between you. <laughs> I just listen, and again, I want to be cl- Who knows? clear. I, bet there I don't have a baby. Have I've sure never done any of this. I don't know. I just, I just would wager. I don't want yeah. gun to people's head that that at least a third. This is my guess. A third of people who recently had babies, there was something where they were holding the baby, or there there was something weird going on. Weird by traditional standards. But to your point, you said things aren't weird, and I brought up something that isn't that crazy. Yeah. It's not that crazy compared to all the crazy things in the world. Yeah. Right. And immediately you said, I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, I'm judging. I'm judging. You're judging. No, no. Well, it's, yeah, I think, well, cause you're, you're purposefully throwing some like 
you know, curveballs at us. Also. Yeah. Like, like, like it's it not the most, like- it's not something parents are always talking about. Like, well, well clear, you know was- why? Because clearly people judge them for it. <laughs> Um, yes, it's so subjective, right? It's so subjective. So FinDom, the way I've learned about this thing called FinDom, it's short for financial domination. I had a an older gentleman who would come to a lot of my shows. And I even I even joked about he I, I I recorded a comedy special that I never released early on, and I joked about this guy. I don't know if you remember, he came to a show once at the pit loft. And he told me right before he said, oh, you know, my best friend killed himself the other day and I wasn't going to come to the show. But then I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, no, you know what? You got to go see this, this comedian, John Marco. And I was like, which was like a lot of pressure to put on to a six months in stand up comedian. Yeah. And then like the joke that I said in the special was like, and I, I had a suicide joke and I was like, do I tell it? He just told me, but I did it and it killed him. And that was the, that was the, yeah, yeah. that was early writing early uh, uh twists yeah punchline and so he just came to shows and he would and this is back this is all the way back to 2014 he came to my fringe play and he would sit in the front row and he would s- fall asleep without fail he would fall asleep every time but he keep coming to these shows yeah and then one day uh and he'd write me messages just like i just thought he was like a like a an older man that was like supporting me i assumed he was gay I don't know if he said as much, but it was just like, it was, it was that kind of like, oh, you you handsome, young, tall man. And he said that he ran a modeling agency and he, he would be like, you know, if there's ever work, I'll let you know. It was called something to do with like modeling in Asia. Sketchy just in the fact that it's like when your jobs are on a different continent exclusively. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... One thing that I know is all his messages, he'd refer to me as sir, all caps. Mm-hmm. Hello, sir. All uh, caps. All caps. Not even just the first letter. No, all caps. And I just thought it was like, this is a quirky older man. And I would guess 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, one day he takes me out to, he's like, can I take you out to lunch or whatever? And I, I didn't have, this was money was tight. So it's just like, sure, whatever. I was also like, oh, this will be interesting. This guy's weird. And we went out to lunch. And so we, we met at Aroma, which no longer exists on 72nd street, <laughs> Aroma cafe. Great, great chocolate croissants. Um, very good. Yeah. And uh, we went there and he, he like, he seems so nervous. And he was like, Oh, I can't believe I mean the great John Marco, which I was going by at the time. And he said, <laughs> He said to me, I, before this, I was in, what's the, what's the barbecue place that's super junky, like in Times Square? Dallas Barbecue? Dallas Barbecue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was so anxious. I, I was at Dallas Barbecue. That's kind of where my office is during the day, which meant he went to Dallas Barbecue and like did work from there. Like that was his Starbucks. <laughs> the place where they serve Wait, giant Dallas drinks. Barbecue is kind of his office? <laughs> that's how he put it. Dallas Barbecue, for those who don't know, it's like. It's amazing. It's like a really, it's, it's a fun garbage meal oh, but it's like you get margaritas yeah. in like huge They're glasses huge. where they yeah, give you like a test balls. tube with like an extra tequila yeah. shot you go there to get fucked up yeah and ripped off oh and he my said God. he said i was so nervous to meet the great Jamarco. i had to have a margarita before i came and this is 12 30 and uh <laughs> so i'm like okay and he starts showing me in his phone like his uh favorite pictures from my instagram 
like that he had saved like into his photos, like screenshots. Okay. And some of these are way back. I mean, there was a picture of, of uh, there's a picture of my mom breastfeeding me while my dad fucked her. Like this was way back. And, um, and then he, he slides over an envelope and it says hashtag Findom on it. And he says, you should, (laughs) he writes out a hashtag. You should look into this. Okay. Uh, I, cause it's something I like to do. And I, I have no idea. I really don't, I don't know what was happening. And it was 200 bucks in like a, an envelope from like a bank. And I looked up Findom and the videos I saw mainly were like mostly women, uh, like, you know, real gussied up, super expensive nails. Like some of them in front of an ATM being like, Hey, you dumb piggy boy you want you want uh you you're gonna give me some money or does your wife have your little dick under her thumb you fucking blah 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 so i look i'm like he's like i want you to do that you should look into that as a job and that's not my i think i'm a little bit prudish and i'm also not like i that's not i'm i've i've always looked at anything if you want to put this in the bdsm category or anything like that that's just not my jam Mm-hmm. I'm not like master. I is, it, that doesn't appeal to me. Right, doesn't appeal to me. But you don't like money. Well, sure. That's well, why I do it. Of yeah. course, of money. course. <laughs> so he starts writing me, and he's like, "I want to give you a, a monthly tribute," and I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "Well, tell me that I have to give it to you." And I was like, "And I keep going like, well, you don't have to. If money's tight for you, I don't want you to feel." I felt stressed. I felt like, am I am I use am I using this person? So yeah. then. Here's here's the really weird part, and here's where I like cut out. So he moved to Florida, and he could be dead for all I know. The Twitter's gone, and uh, uh, he moved to Florida, and all of a sudden he said, "Sir, I have to stop my tributes. I'm applying for a new home, and I'm worried they're going to see the payments I've made to you and consider me not of sound mind or being elder." He used the term elder abuse, and I went. I'm out. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I looked yeah. at all my messages yeah. and like, I never, until he said, ask for the monthly tribute again, like it, it that creeped me the fuck out. Yeah. So it stopped for a while. Mm. And then one year he came back and he said like, I'm in the money again, baby. I want to give you payments. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he said, no, I need you to demand it. So I sent like maybe one or two. I was like, you don't make the demands here. You little scum. Give me my like, really bad, really. And this oh, is all this is all typing out, and I'm pretty sure I had like a friend like help. I, I, I it's it's weird for me. I struggle with it. Oh, I struggle with it. I wish I could have helped you. And yeah, and this is where it. Tova starts entering the picture, and like Tova was like fine, like it was kind of funny. But yeah. then I do think like then he asked. He said, "I want you to buy a tape measure and send me your measurements." And not like shoulder waist, like my penis. Yeah. And for some reason in my head, this is why I don't think I'd be good at this. I I didn't feel like I could lie. Mm. And I was so scared I was going to send him my real penis measurements. And he'd be like, the sir would disappear. Your your monthly <laughs> tribute just goes down. <laughs> of like course. It goes down like a hundred. Like or he'd be like, now you'd owe me a tribute. Half. Actually, yeah. <laughs> and, and like looking back, I'm like, I could have just lied. Yeah. Like I yeah. do... <laughs> you should have all too. other times yeah but instead for i think for i think the combination of the elder abuse thing like being uh, like mentioned at all i think it's good that you got out even if he was like 
you know, not that old. And, and it just, there's a, it's a, there's a weird component to like, he was also like, he was having to coach you so much that it just, it wasn't a natural sure. as fit for you. And he kept wanting me to call him. Like he sent me like memes of what Findom is. And he wanted me to call him the F word really yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you got the wrong host of the downside. You need my buddy, <laughs> Russell Daniels. <laughs> so, no. so like that was, that was the end of it. I probably, I bet if I looked at it, uh, maybe $2,000 over the course of this relationship, but it, it was always weird. And like what I found weird, I, I, especially when like he said that thing about the elder abuse where I was like, it's one of these things where part of it is like, you're supposed to be like cruel and mean. But then mm. when that's said, and the, the only other thing I'll mention is that one birthday, he, I had a birthday come up and he was like, do you want tickets to see Chappelle? Um, and this was before Chappelle was transphobic. This was when it was cool yeah. to like Chappelle. And I was like, yeah. And he said, oh, I, I can't afford it. What? Which, which, yeah, what? maybe, and I, maybe she said, well, you fucking better go work yeah. harder. So instead he said, would you like any sense? That's what he called cologne sense. And he came to an uncle function show. I mean, this is probably the most people I ever brought to an uncle function show. Yeah. <laughs> and he came to the bar and he's, I, I didn't get back about the sense. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. And he brought a bag filled with 20 cologne samplers. Oh my God. And you know, and I'm in front of my boys. Yeah. And like, the, I remember here's, him coming one or two times. Yeah. He sat in the front row and he, he slept. He slept. Yeah. And so that was my, that's, that was my, uh, so now tell us, tell yes. us how did you get into this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay. Well, first of all, I also want to just like comment, like there are a lot of people that are into Findom that are cheap. And like, like those last behaviors was like, you're being cheap. Um, so funny. I, I just find that really amusing and we can get into that more, but, um, okay. So I had a friend who had done these foot parties and it's like where you go and you have like just a bunch of guys pay you to like massage, kiss, lick your feet. And I was like, well, like you're fully clothed. And I was waitressing at the time and auditioning like crazy. And I was have like, you always had an open view about sex and this stuff or were you just like feet that's far away that, from my was brain that, was yeah, that your first it was more, that. Yeah, it was more okay. like this is far away from like the parts i wouldn't feel comfortable with guys mm -hmm. being around and um i think i also figured they would like do more massaging and like sometimes they do uh -huh. um but you can also get like just like knuckle deep in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you go, but yeah, what did they I tell you up front? Like they, they are, they're allowed to put their mouth. Did yes. they tell you that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew that. I think they told me that this was quite a long time ago too. I've been doing this for like over 15 years. Oh my God. Wow. A really long okay. time. And I used to not be as open about it. Like, or at first maybe I was telling people and then well, there was like a lot uh, of like, people I would date would be like, you shouldn't tell. I mean, I imagine two thousand six. 2006 you're saying or yeah. 2007 that the way the world views sex, sex work workers, and, and, yeah. is, has changed a lot considerably. Immensely, so yeah. I imagine at that time it was like shocking to some people, you know, like yeah, totally. that you were, yeah. So it was like a combination of like the world changing as well as me growing up. Like I became more and more comfortable and open with it. So um, who asked you, is this a, a woman, a no, coworker? No one a, asked me just, I had this friend who went and she made like a lot of money. And I was like, what are we talking about here? Um, like, well, I can tell you the first night that I went, I went to go bartend and I actually didn't make it on time to bartend. And I was like, fuck it. I'll do sessions. I was the most like clothed woman there. I had like a turtleneck and like a cute skirt and heels. And I walked out of there with like over 600 bucks back 
then too, wow. which yeah. is a yeah. lot of money. In one before Biden one. fucked up this whole country's <laughs> oh, economy. <laughs> yeah, this is like pre-Obama. Yeah. yeah, like this is a while ago. Um, and and so so you yeah. got to the party. What what What's what the kind venue? of guys What's are we the talking? Venue? What's yeah. the yeah? Oh, the venue was like this, like just kind loft. of <laughs> honestly, honestly, kind of yeah. like it was just like a dark space, like like. All, everything was painted black. It was very bare bones. There were maybe even like some like curtain type things. But what's pretty weird is everything's kind of out in the open um, and you have to pay extra to do like a private session. So essentially like you just, there's just like a guy like on the floor, like licking some girl's feet over here. And then there's like someone who's like tickling her feet over here, like totally in front of everyone. Um, and most of the clients didn't necessarily feel comfortable with uh -huh. that. Um, but you had to pay extra and you had to get extra time. Thank you sure. for, yeah. um, for going to the private little, like, I mean, they truly just like set up like little, little structures to, uh -huh. to be able to kind of have just this little kind of private, almost closety thing that you could be in. There was a seat and is someone running? Is there a yes, stage manager there, for this? Yeah, there's a stage manager. Uh, <laughs> always make sure to call places. Yeah. Very on top of places. Uh, no, there was a person that ran these. Um, I think maybe still runs them. Uh, was kind of disorganized, um, yeah. as you could imagine one might be. Um, but essentially, I can tell you also, like, the first man that walked in was, like, um, kind of like looked like a librarian, <laughs> like a, just like a sweet sort of older man. I feel yeah. like he had a cardigan on or something. And I was like, Oh, he looks nice. And he came up to me first. Like I was the first person that was approached and he was like, I'd like to do a private session with you. So like my first experience was like, all right, let's go. And so <laughs> I went in to this private little like closety thing. And he just is like, going to town on my feet, just like loving them more, more actually, I would say going to town is like more like receiving my feet, like, wow. like just like overwhelmed by my feet. And I'm just like, wow, I can't believe these have this power over him. Like, yeah. are you and like, I, yeah, uh, well, sorry. I, do you 1000 questions? What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many. Do I you know, just, feel, we're just on uh, the first I, experience. I, here. I, I have so many questions. <laughs> the one that comes to my mind now, you, you, as you look back at that first night, mm do you feel like your performance, like what you did then were, cause you're like, this is, you've not been trained. You've not like had any experiences doing it. <laughs> so do you feel like over the years, like it's just an interesting thing. Like, yes. do you feel like you were just like, here's my feet? Like, yeah, totally. or were you like, were you like, were you a character? Were you, you like, have you developed a, like a more of a thing? I do, think, does that make yeah, sense? yeah, totally. It does. I think there was a little bit of like put on like, mm, hello. Like, I think I, I already do kind of like put that on when it's like be sexy. I'm like, yes, here I am. I'm sexy. Yeah. Um, so I think there was a little bit of that, but there, I think, so there's also a lot of people who have foot fetishes that don't necessarily want you to be dominant with them. And so mm -hmm. I think like a lot of these people are maybe in that kind of in between category. And so I don't know, I don't think he was like dying for me to be dominant with him, mm. but who knows, but he kept extending. He extended three more times or wait, wow. he, once, twice. So I, yeah, I was in there for an you hour and a half, time? Um, an hour and a half because each time was, 30 minutes. And he's like, oh. does he say like, I want 30 more. Here's cash. Uh, I think he just said it. And then he gave the cash at the end, but he had the cash. So you're just sitting um, there for an hour and a half yes. alone in like but a dark space with this man, just like my feet, just like 
on his face, just like loving life, like loving life the most I've ever seen a man is love he life. Is he smiling? Is he talking? Yeah, is he's he... just like, he's just like, a, if it seems like a, like a little happy pet being like caressed by, by a hand, 90 minutes a foot. is it's such a long time. A long amount of Does time. it feel like he's like, is, is he just like save? Does he, would he, if he had his druthers mm. to be graphic, Druthers? Take out his his druthers, his his desires. You if he remember could, the phrase? I don't know. If like I his druthers, his okay. like. If he had it his way, if he right. had a magic wand, would he be, to be blunt, taking out his dick and and using your feet to uh, finish himself, or is it like a different kind of sexual? Like that's what the ninety minutes thing. It's like it's like. Right. Are you kind of like, humping the ground, or is the feet on the face just enough? For some people it is. There's definitely people that want to do that. Like, um, in general, like my biggest rule is like, they're allowed to touch themselves, uh, as long as they do it like over here. And that when you say that, does that include they're allowed to finish? They are allowed to finish. As long as it's over there. As long as it's over there. (laughs) It's not getting, there's no like waterworks cleanup on me. Even that night. You were huh? already at that point at that No, night? I wasn't. Okay. And, but uh, the thing I was going to also add is there's still, even when I maybe let them know, like sometimes I'll let them know like, Hey, these are the rules. Sometimes it's not even necessary to talk about. Depends on the person and the situation. Um, he, like a lot of them will still like not want to, because maybe for instance, if it is like they're worshiping me, like, cause there is an element of like worship. And I think in this in this case, there maybe was like, there's kind of like, yeah, it's like, they want that to maintain. There's people that like to be locked up in chastity. Mm -hmm. Like there's actually like a maintained sexual pleasure for some people by not finishing, um, by not even maybe touching themselves. Um, you know, and then there's also like edging obviously, which Mm -hmm. we know of like, and that's its own thing too. But yeah. So, so you, how long was this party? If you, if you did 90 minutes with this yeah, person? This, this party went, I probably left there at like two in the morning and I, I think I got there at like 7 PM. Okay. So um, yeah. you had that initial experience that yes. night and you got made good money, good money. And you, so then what was the, the so he like, wanted to extend more and uh-huh. I was like, I want to see the party. <laughs> like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I want to see what this world is. Like, yeah. this is great that I'm crushing it money wise, but yeah. like, uh, I want to go crush more money and like, see what this has to offer. And by the time I went out there, it was like in full swing. Like there were tons of people and music was like blasting. There was like kind of like a, cheesy open bar that was like you know they had sodas and and yeah and some people are just out in the open Mm -hmm. just sitting in a chair and i guess that's cheaper yes well yeah it was it was the same price per minute for us there but you could do like as little as 10 minutes so if you're like testing out the merchandise yeah it was it was not expensive how many women or how many people are doing are are like the I think there were like probably hired. about, oh God, this is so long ago, but I, I will, I would guess like 30 to 30 to maybe 40 women. That, that seems high though. Yeah. Probably more like 30 women. But, and then there were, there were probably less men than women Wow. Okay. usually. Um, but they're hopefully at least doing other sessions, but some of the men also just would show up and want to talk to people and like, would not want to do sessions, yeah. which was the worst. It was so obnoxious. What is so funny about this? You, you could compare this to other interviews where like people talk about their family and we're like, all right, moving on from the family. And we're like, I want to know every square yeah, inch about we this have one so much foot more party. To cover. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we should get out of the just, party. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> still. No, well, it is well, her, here's, it's her entrance. No, no, into I'm fast. No, yes. I'm fast. Yes. I'm just talking about our behavior as as men. I think there's just like a, I want to know everything about this. Yeah, yeah. Fun yeah part. I think it's human. I, I don't know how to put this bluntly. Uh, uh, no, I know how. To, I don't know how to put this bluntly. Just put it bluntly. You're you're attractive. Mm, Are all you. the people at these foot? Is everyone? Who who is showing off their feet? Uh huh. Uh, uh yeah. Like a good looking person, or there's some like people that traditionally are not attractive but have stunning feet. <laughs> like is or does it feel like being being everything else being uh, 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 regular societal standards attractive in America? Yeah. I would say more kind of like in the middle of having kind of like a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, less like just the feet. Do you and have good feet? I do. I have fantastic feet. You do? <laughs> I uh, have, I mean, I have, yes, I've, I have some of the best feet. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I mean, that's why I was so successful yeah. at it. Well, that, and, uh, we've talked, we were talking about this before, but, uh, it's, I'm an improviser and I know how to like do improv with them, which is essentially yeah. what you're doing. You're just doing improv with horny men. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is just what improv is. Um. <laughs> now, I know <laughs> I would let someone foot fetish me for, for just for the experience. Would you do it for any amount of money? Like you would you, oh, let, yeah. you like, let someone worship your feet? Yeah, I yeah. would totally be curious. Sometimes I don't it feels know if nice. I I don't know. I I feel like I think, massage I think, feels I, nice. think I would get um I do I'm very ticklish on my feet. So uh, that would be my my concern with it. But yeah, mm. I'm I'm open. That's who we should have. There was that great documentary about the tickle, oh, tickle. the tickle yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. We had a yeah. friend who got caught up in that. Yeah. I had uh, I had someone who was very into tickling and he would draw on my feet. <laughs> And like, and for like certain holidays, he would like draw like a Valentine's day scene and like, oh. <laughs> and I actually wasn't that ticklish, but I would just pretend to be, I would be like, Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you, you do this night and it's like this incredible money. Mm-hmm. Do, do, was your world, was your mind blown after that? Were you like, Oh my God, I think I'll never wait tables again. I was. Yeah. I was feeling that way. Yeah. Um, and I still did a little bit of the job, but I was like, fuck it. Like I was kind of like already over it. I was working at blue water grill, which uh-huh. is I know like blue water grill. Yeah. And, and I, before that I was at like cute little wine bars and I was like, Oh, this is like not my vibe. It's like so corporate. And yeah. I like was, there's like a staircase. And at one point I like dropped, I couldn't carry things very well. Um, and at blue water girl, you really had to do that. And I like dropped like, just like a glass that went and shattered down the stairs and the whole restaurant just like looked up at me. And then like, I stood there and then like the bottle of water fell over and just soaked me as I'm just like standing there still. Um, yeah, I didn't do well, um, in that situation. So I was like, I want out. Yeah. And so in a city like New York, is there like a foot party every night? Like, like what's it was, the, it like was how often were you, what, I think like, back then. Okay. And is this, is the foot party, is this technically legal? I mean, technically, as long as we're not touching each other in any sexual areas, it's legal. That's what the definition of sex, like legally. I remember yeah, being a kid. I think porn and, is different than like sex worker, but yeah, I think technically, as long as you're not performing a, like, like you're touching each other and, yeah, like genitals, then I think, I yeah. think it's technically legal. I but remember again, being everything's so gray. As a kid, I would get, you know, whatever free newspapers on the street. And in the back, there'd be 
you know, sex workers, pages and pages and mm. pages of, you know, call this for a good time, call this. And I remember my dad kind of explaining to me uh, that that's how I met your mother of no, that of, of just like what it was. And it was just, it was one of those, yeah. one of those moments where early on you're like, wait, it's illegal, but it's advertised, but it's everyone knows. It was just one of those moments yeah. where you realize kind of the hypocrisy of the world and the strangeness of like, this is advertised, but it's not really legal, but right. they just lie. But we all know what's going on here. Yeah. So, oh, oh, another thing that like makes it legal is that you call, like you don't call it payment. It's a tribute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so like they are giving you tribute. So it's, you're not like I am being paid for my services. It's truly, even though, you know, that is also kind of, that is what's happening, but there's also like an, an element sometimes of like gifting, you know? So it's, it's again, very, very gray, murky, murky area. So, so you start doing these weekly foot parties. They're called yeah. foot parties. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually I like did sessions. They had like a place that you actually could do private sessions at in addition to the foot parties. Okay. And so I was there for a little bit and then I left um, and I built up quite a client base. Um, but me and you're getting their email after these things, sometimes email or phone number or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one of the women was fired for no good reason. She was amazing. She had like a master's in violin and was just like, so on top of it. Whereas like the person who is running this, um, sometimes would forget to pay the cell phone bill and we were the ones booking the appointments. Oh, so we'd God. be like, we can't book appointments. Like yeah. I, I showed up to work and I like can't work cause you didn't pay the like $30 bill for this burner phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. so we were like, okay, let's bounce from this place. Um, cause we had enough of a, a client base. I also advertised on Backpage at the time, which was okay. a thing, okay. which Backpage yeah, yeah. does not exist now. Now Backpage, um, this was, why was it made illegal? Because they said that. Cause sex workers would do things on it. Or, oh, did they also make it? I, I thought it was It's because of illegal. sex trafficking sex probably. Sex trafficking. And, but that's, that's, they'll use sex trafficking to undermine sex workers, sure. unfortunately. Yes. Or, or there might be some sex trafficking they're stopping, but ultimately there's sex trafficking without this page existing and it yeah. just makes sex work more dangerous. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because now the sex workers, like they can't, um, you know, do any checking on these people. It's like they have to just like go in blind to situations. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But so I was very grateful for Backpage. And so we like, the three of us, the others um, I think was like becoming a lawyer. Um, she was like taking the bar. And we, we got, we subletted an apartment and used Google calendar and we just use this apartment for doing sessions. Wow. Did you have a name of the company? No, it was just like three, three ladies in a sublet. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, okay. So you're working with them. Uh-huh. You, you incorporate this shit or is it just, you're just doing session by session? Session by session. And the more I kept meeting people, the more people would maybe want me to be more dominant or I would like, you know, meet people with different other kinks. Like it started with just purely foot worship, but more Mm -hmm. and more I was kind of discovering different things. 
Um, and did then, you ever need security? Like, did you ever feel like we need security here? Did you ever feel scared? Like, it's it seems tough. A little bit. Yeah. A little, a little bit when I was there, but when I was doing it on my own, I did not. Because also when I did it on my own, I would meet them outside in public. And we would go inside for the session. So, like, I really was able to set up my own rules much more when I did it on my own. But there, like, it was just, like, some person that called the burner phone that would show up. Um, the the Weirdly, the only time I felt, like scared was this time a drunken man showed up that was actually not like stumbled upon the place. He literally had a wine, like a glass wine glass in his hand. For, this is while oh, I was at no. the, this was while I was at the, the place, yeah. no, uh-huh. not doing yeah. stuff on my own. And I thought he was my client. Like he showed up and he buzzed and I was like, Oh, hi, come on in. And I'm and like talking to him. Guy. He's just a random, like old drunk guy. And I'm like, okay, well, so, um, I can't, I can't even remember everything I said, but he was like, oh, like, this is what's going on. And I was like, oh no, no, this is not what's going on. Like to him again, it was like, he thought like, oh, this is like full service, like sex stuff. And I was like, no, this is like a very specific niche thing and you need to leave. And I had to just like get him out there. And then he like kept coming back and buzzing. And I was like, oh "Oh, God, I was like so scared he was going to just like, yeah. show up. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that passed. Yeah. So weirdly, like anyone, most of my clients are like very sweet or at least the ones that are obnoxious, I can like yeah. filter out. Um, and yeah. Any patterns emerge of like the, the, is it every sort of man you could imagine? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like everyone thinks everyone who's into Findom is like super rich. And that is not the case. Like I have had all ages, all backgrounds, like all, all types. Yeah. What was the transition? So you said oh, that yeah. foot uh, yes. led to just some other things, but what, where, where did, how did you get, land on FinDom? Yes. So I had a client who loved to talk a lot and would talk all over the place about everything. And then one day he actually talked about something I was interested in, yeah. <laughs> which was, which was, he was like, how about after this session, And he was always looking for ways to like change it up. Um, He was like, how about after this session, we, I pay you for the session. And then we go to the ATM down the street and you put in a number. I'll, I'll put it, well, here, let me walk us through slowly. I'll put in my debit card and enter in my pin. Then I'll step to the side and you take over. And he was like, and you can pick whatever number you want. But he was like, if the number's too high and it doesn't, dispense like then you don't get anything but if it's you know low enough that it's in there it's like you a, get it. it's yeah. like a I, I squid games is just what comes to mind but it's oh, just yeah? like it's like a game of like oh it's like we'll de- see <laughs> to yeah. me it's like deal or no deal but the oh, banker yeah. is just like a guy whose foot was what did you what uh, did, my foot was in his mouth <laughs> what did you put in um okay so i was like racing around in my thoughts because i was like i had never taken out wait, more before than, you say okay what yeah. was he wearing uh, he was well-dressed. But wait, well-dressed. He had, he I have, had money. I have a, another thing, though. Isn't there some banks have specific limits, yes. even if it doesn't they match your, daily your thing? Yes. Specific daily limits. And so, so you're if like, you sometimes go over it doesn't matter. What so the what thing are you going to put? Uh, I, 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 I'm only thinking of this because one time I, I had to do it for a sublet like or like a down payment and i think i couldn't do over like you could just say you did it for a fend on person we're, we're, <laughs> no, no 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 i'm just trying to uh, i i feel like it was like something lower than i thought it would be like mm. i thought it was like 1500 or 2000 or something but you've got to be able to pull out more than that i don't know i would say 1500 see i when you brought that up i remember once 
Or I would I do five hundred. I would do five hundred. Maybe I couldn't pull out three thousand, and that's why. But it was something like that. So I, I would be nervous. Maybe I would just do a thousand, knowing you could definitely pull a thousand out. I wow. would put in five hundred, knowing that she's like, I'd feel good. What you put? What in? you put? Okay, and keep in mind, this is like you know, fourteen years ago, something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. it's not even now. Um, so I was like, I, I never taken out more than like $200 at the ATM. So I was like, okay, it's either between like 300 and 500. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, do I like, do I go low and be safe and like, make sure I like, you know, <laughs> you get, the money. get something yeah. or do I go a little higher and take a little bit of a risk, but yeah. maybe it's a bigger risk. I don't know. So I put in $480. And it came out. And since then we graduated to, if it doesn't come out, we just try it again <laughs> or like go to another ATM or yeah. And so now my minimum generally, at least with him and anytime oh, you I still do, have him. I do still have him. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that all right, is so, 14. That's like, these are just, just, it's just so oh, I have a lot who've been serving good on you. Long. I mean, that's like to keep them. Like, so at this point yeah. for the foot, for yes. the, for that day, what, yes. what did you get for the foot session? It was like for the session itself. I probably made like 150, $200. Okay. Like not I, had you heard of Findom or was this no. like, so you go there and this I didn't is, even know what this was. I didn't know there was a name to it, but then Slowly, I think he told me more about it. And then I started telling my clients about it and they started getting interested. And someone eventually told me about Twitter as well. And I discovered it on Twitter. So, so what is a session like with him look like now you meet Mm. up and just go to the ATM? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, okay. So with him, we've also cultivated, he cultivated a whole look that is like my calling card at the ATM, which is, um, I wear lingerie underneath a Burberry trench with like stilettos. And so I show up at the ATM with him and usually we'll meet late at night with him. Late at night. Yeah. Normally I don't meet anyone after 10 PM, but this guy, 15 years. Yeah. I know I'm making one K. Same ATM. Because um, some of these ATMs become, different. I mean, to be, to become homeless shelters at night. A lot of these, yeah. these banks really do become like places for homeless people to sleep. Yeah. I mean, he usually gets there before me and can like kind of scope it out. And he's usually like waiting there for me, like shaking. If if I was a homeless guy and I saw (laughs) a woman in a trench coat, make a man give her a thousand bucks a month. I would just be like, I'm sorry. uh, The universe is so unfair. (laughs) Um, I have so many. So, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so walk back us to through the first foot his, party. His, um. no, no. So walk us through like his session now, yes. like what that so, would be like. I meet him at the ATM. Um, he's shaking. He's, he's excited. Shaking. He's so he's, he's like trembling. Like he's excited, but he, it's also like this deep need in him for me to take from him. Like it's about, it is about a power exchange. Like in BDSM, like it's all about a power exchange. Like, with Findom, power is money, which is, you know, our society. So I, so I meet him, I show up, I'm wearing my trench. He opens the door, barely speaking, just like can barely even speak. Um, and then he goes up to the ATM and enters in his pin. As he does that, I unbutton my trench and he, once he steps to the side and his bank account is open to me, I open up the trench so he can see the lingerie I wore. Is the camera, the ATM camera seeing all this too? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I know that camera's there because when yeah. the ATM doesn't work, I go to the camera, I go, fuck you. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, fuck me, but guess what I get to see later <laughs> for free. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. So I, so I reveal this lingerie, uh-huh. enter in the number, which is usually now just one K. How long is it a, or is it a, it's a slow, well, an unbutton and then a, yeah. a like a slow reveal. Uh huh. Yeah. And is he, is he going like, <laughs> Is he making a noise? Yeah, he's mostly like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like his eyes are doing that like bow, wow, wow thing. And so it's, then it's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. I put it in, you know, sometimes it might not work and we'll have to, I'll either do a, n- a lower number and we'll go to another eight. So if it doesn't work, what do you, what do you say? Do you say, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah. Are you, is it any of that with this guy? Like, do you. There's not so much. I mean, there is an, L- my dominance with him. And again, this is like where the improv like comes in really handy is I can read the energy he's craving. And sometimes they might flat out say it like what the, this one guy was saying to you, like, I want you to do this. Like sometimes they'll say it directly or they'll be like, I don't want you to do this in this way that you're like, that's absolutely what you want. Um, he likes having just like a normal conversation with me. So like we have like a very like, like chill vibe, but then when the power's turned on. Yeah. It's, it's there and it's, and it's quiet. It's like a quiet power rather than like, and that's also, I would say even my specialty that I do, it's like less like yelling at people uh-huh. and more like, I know I deserve this money and I'm going to get it from you. Like yeah. I know my power and that it's acting. <laughs> um, cause I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm like, I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, just total acting. What, what you- is it? In your mind, yeah, is this guy fine financially? Do you yes. ever give it any thought? I do because there are there are some like like yeah, what he was, was mentioning. There are some that like part of it is that they're suffering, or mm. part of the fetish is going into debt, and I never really know like what their finances are. Like of I course. can I can get an idea of like you know the the car they have or the, the clothes they're wearing or whatever else, you know, whatever other indicators are. Um, but you never really know. And I used to, you know, feel really responsible for them. And more and more I've like learned to be like, you know what, this is like not mine to hold. And like, it's hard, but I have to try to like, let it go of it because some of them also, I even had a therapist say this, that like, when, when like a pubescent, like before, like a man's sexuality has like really developed, he oscillates between with the way he sees a woman. Sorry, this is a very binary example, but, but you know, and there's so much more in between, but, um, in this like cis like situation, they will oscillate between the woman being a God or a demon. And so I get, either of those. And sometimes it's from the same people. Like I will be treated as like goddess, like truly we use the word goddess a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, or daddy. Sometimes I'm called daddy. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fun. (laughs) All kinds of things. Um, and princess, they love like bratty spoiled girl, like all this kind of stuff. But then, so there's that. And then there's like, you're ruining my life. And some of that is the turn on for them or some of that is like them flipping it. Some of it is they want to, they have a self-destructive impulse and they want me to hold that for them. They can just put it all in me and not have any blame on themselves. I can just kind of be the scapegoat. 
a lot of them have home wrecker fantasies, which is like they have issues with their wife. And so they're like, oh, you're trying to like ruin my marriage. And it's like, no, you want me to ruin your marriage. Mm. Like that's all. Yeah. Or it's like, you ever worry? You ever vent. worry some woman's going to come and, and. I have, but I would also like, I would speak like pretty frankly with her and be like, look, you're I have- a demon <laughs> and I'm a god. I, I, and I never have with, with a woman. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that cause be, yeah. I'm really an outside source and like, I have pretty clear boundaries too. I'm not getting super wrapped up in these, yeah. like these clients of mine's lives. How- so you've never had like a, you've never had a situation with a client where you're like, you can't come back anymore because of, yeah, I have, oh, you have oh, but, but, but not cause of finance, like, 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 um, have you ever had like where you're like you could tell this person like either like after the didn't ATM have the they, money anymore after the ATM or, they yeah. lie down on the floor and they like, go oh no this is where I used to like, stay now <laughs> like like do you know what I mean like yeah uh, I mean they'll straight up be like oh my god I miss you I want uh, can, goddess can I like have a session but I don't have any money and I'm like oh, no no yeah, like yeah, yeah, even yeah. like you're like that guy going to you being like hey do you want these tickets to Dave Chappelle oh sorry I can't afford them like that's like the shit that I'm like out of yeah, here. Like no. you initiated all of this. Um, and that's, that's very frustrating to what me. And I get that would, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Pro bono FinDom work look like. <laughs> yeah. What, like what would you be doing? Monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So how mean do you, how you, you talk about improv and you talk about how it plays in mm-hmm. that. How mean do people ask for? How mean are you willing to get? What, what did you say? Yeah, it are depends. you, are you, are you dropping the word? The F word? Yeah. But I have had people ask for it in the past and I used to use it in the past. I generally don't use it anymore. Sure. There used to be a lot of like, piggy? Hey, whatever. A lot of piggy, uh-huh. a lot of piggy. That would be Loser. My <laughs> Loser's a big one. Loser. Um, I used to have a lot of people and I dabbled in it and then I was like, no, 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 no. Um, <sighs> racial humiliation. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And again, this was like, you know, like keep in mind, like, this is also like the way they deal with their own trauma. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is it's again, very wow. murky waters, very gray area. I think it is. That's there's a wild. lot of like, yeah, they, I, I feel like I heard a lot of like, uh, it feels like at least Twitter. It's sometimes I'm like, that's this moral universe mm-hmm. that really is the liberal mindset. And there's like, don't kink shame. Right. But then there's also like other things where like, that would not be cool. Right. I think in many, right. in many yeah. spheres. Yeah. But then like, you know, that is a way for that, like people to work through trauma. So it's like, you know, at, at first I was like, well, I'm doing it in like a supportive environment. And like, they even want to be like, you really believe this. Right. And I'll be like, no, like, and they'll actually like, they'll actually not <laughs> want to like do a session kidding. with me. Like they'll actually be like upset that I, that I'm like, no, I don't believe in yeah. this. I don't believe. Like, wow. Yeah. You really, that's really, Oh, that's very, and that sounds like, yeah. like a sting operation. Yeah. You're like, oh. this feels like an undercover. <laughs> you really thing. believe in this? Like no, outside it's, of the it's, game it's we're them playing? genuinely being like, I really want someone that believes in this, which is, oh. Yeah. So yeah. Th- there's just so much Wild. like shame and stuff mi- like interim. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And when you're, when you're doing all this, are they, are they aroused? Are they, do they ever like 
come in their pants? I mean, are Sometimes, they? Yeah. 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 A and lot of them are at work. Do you make fun of them? What are you saying? A lot of them are at work. A lot of them are like, either like, um, I'm in a, I'm in the middle of a meeting. <laughs> goddess, goddess, please, please. Can you just send me a picture? I can't, I can't see videos because it might play out loud. <laughs> like, and then they'll be like, I just came in my pants, goddess. <laughs> like, you know. You know so, I mean, the first thought I'm like, when I'm on the phone with my dad and he's like distracted. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I bet that's it. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, maybe. Absolutely could be. Not outside the yeah. realm of possibility. Yeah. Uh this is all wild. This uh so what is what are the ethics? I feel like you have to create your own ethical code because yeah. this and is like a rules. whole world that exists outside of what society even talks about openly. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like I remember uh this is more with sex work, and I am curious kind of how your intersection and what you've do you view as what you do sex work? I do. Yeah. Like, I feel like there was a thing for a while. There was like, Lindsey Graham uh, is fucking a lot of men and they're all about to like figure out how to out Lindsey Graham where there's like, mm-hmm. sometimes people participate in sex work while actively participating in sectors of society that repress sex work, totally. particularly politics. Yeah. And there's always something like whenever there's a political uh, uh, event, all the sex workers get a lot of work that week. Like, like yeah. there's just, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And so, but it also seems like you don't very often hear about sex workers outing their clients yeah, or going like, yeah, no-no. I filmed. It's a yeah. big no-no. But like who, where is the central hub of the sex worker community? Is it Twitter? I think it is. Uh, well, That's not again, that good. Also, it, Twitter yeah. is a bad place. Yeah. For, yeah. I mean, I think there's different places, but, um, and again, also this is like a very niche part of sex work that I'm involved with. Um, but there, I, we do have like more like escorts and stuff that like, will kind of interact with us. Like it's actually a really positive, like a, generally like the other women that I interact with, yeah. um, are like super supportive and like really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of are all on the same page. Um, we share a lot of the same clients. Like a lot of these clients are little sluts that like want, yeah. they'll even like, Oh, this is a thing with like femdom or being a dom in general, like just femdom, um, is like a lot of our, a lot of our clients will be like, I just, I only, I want to be owned and I want only be owned by you and like be, you know, sort of like a monogamous sub and, and they will just always cheat. Like they will always go to uh, numerous doms yeah. and I will be like, look, we can just not do that. Like you, it's, I, you can even be like owned by me. And I'm like, it's fine if you go see other people. And they're like, no goddess, I want you to punish me if I do it. I want you to be really harsh yeah. with me. And I'm like, I'm not gonna like, no, like I don't care. Like, Well, that's what I think is, and this was like when I had these conversations with this guy where like you have the character. Yes. And then like sometimes you're like, okay, can we talk? Can we talk for yeah, a second? Like, can, can we and be like, rational like, human beings we, for a second? When, yeah. can we, when do we are when are we doing a business trend? Like when yes. are, when are we not doing? But I could understand if I was like it's super confusing. into it, I'd be like never break character. Daniel yeah. Day Lewis, this shit. Yeah. Well, there's like a way to also still maintain the character and still like let your guard down a little bit, or like you know you can show other sides of yourself that are still like you just get to flesh out the character even more. You know. Yeah. Are there any clients? that you have an emotional attachment to, do you keep yourself separate? Like, how do you, I just think it's, it's like, I mean, imagine it, I would consider it the same way with therapy where yeah. it's just like some people you might care about mm-hmm. some people, 
you you hate and you're just doing it for the money. I mean, yes. it's, it's it's just a lot to balance emotionally when I imagine some of them are very emotionally dependent on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and granted, I don't see most of them regularly because I cost a lot of money. So yeah. like, so there's only so much of my time that they can have. Um, and, and if they're disrespectful of that, then like, you know, I'll block them and have maybe like an unblock fee or something like that. But there's definitely, there's, I would say there's like, there's a few I like really get along with really well and I can have real conversations with. Um, but in general, like there's like one that's like actually like a really good friend of mine. Um, and everyone else I like have pretty like, you would I hang pretty, out with them separately. Um, I mean, it would be like, we would also do a session, but he's also like, he also doesn't live in town. Like, yeah. so he like used to live in like London. And so like, it would only be like when he'd be in town and he would also like take me to go see Hamilton or like, let's go to like, and when you're uh, seeing Hamilton, do you laugh with him too? Or do you go, yeah, these yeah, yeah. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Second this, row. this person in particular is more into like foot worship with like some femdom stuff. He's not necessarily, while he does pay me well for the session, he's not like into findom. That's like its own niche. There's a lot of different niches within yeah. it. So my specialty is Findom, but there's plenty of stuff that's just like I'm doing dominatrix work. And uh, oh, go. Oh, uh, oh, I was gonna ask, uh, what? So that first so, foot party? No, no. no. <laughs> so, um, so the people in your life, what's been their kind of uh, relationship to like you doing, or yeah. you know, how was this received amongst friends, family, that sort of thing? Were there any people that were like very like? against it or, or, you know, what's, yeah. what's been that journey for, I I've definitely had a lot of like partners who acted like they were cool with it. And then yeah. were like, not, or not with certain aspects, you know, there's definitely like a lot of stigma attached to mm -hmm. it. Um, so I've like had to navigate through that and have Did you my ever stop doing that. something as you're like, ah, this partner doesn't like toes in the mouth. I'll, I'll take that off the menu. <laughs> Um, I definitely did like get a little like stricter with like, I don't know if I'm trying to think if I had like specific, you, you open up the trench coat and there's like a sweater on and they're like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and granted, like I ended up breaking up with this one person cause he was, I mean, like just like in a nutshell, he was like, oh, you're a hypocrite that like, you don't like people cat calling you, but you're cool to like, if you like make money, like when they sexualize you. Those and I'm like, different experiences. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, that's the consent so, part. Those are very different. <laughs> so I, I pose a question to you. Let's say Nicole, uh, the PR thing, her job doesn't uh -huh. go great. And she goes, Russell, I have found a great way to make money. I, I go to parties and men suck on my toes. And yeah. You're cool. Hundred yeah. percent. As as long as it's safe and and like ATM you know. trench coat. Uh, well, well, this would be a new thing. Like, but do you? I'm just saying. Like, do you think there's a? You're the kind of person who could process that and be I like. I think fine. I could. I think I could. It might take a little bit and and yeah. and some deeper conversations about things. Yeah. Uh, I would also. It just would. It would probably be surprising if it if it was like thrown on sure. me right now but i th i also think that I, I think i could i think i could um i think i could too but i would have i would definitely have like a lot of questions about like I what's definitely what's wouldn't like think that oh, it's the yeah. same as being cackle being cool being cackle because that is like a the, that feels more like you're re it sounds like you're reaching for something yeah. to because you're not happy yeah he yeah. he also like had some misogynistic stuff that I would like call him out on. And so he was like, you think I'm a misogynist, but here you do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, 
okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. We didn't last. Um, but yeah, uh, I w- the other thing too, and again, there's also like different levels of doing this. For instance, a lot of um, people do it solely online and never meet in person. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't, since I don't show my face online, like, in so that's your rule. Is, that's you figured that out. That, yeah, that's that's a rule. That's a rule. I don't show my face online. I don't uh, show like do nudity on my end. How do you do you view this as your side hustle? Yeah. Or my day job. I, call, day it, job. I call it my day job. Yeah. <laughs> because like, you know, you, you talked about for this uh, on this podcast, you're like, you're not going to say your your fin dom name. Right. Because where, where it's like part of it, like, well, if you if this was your main thing. Mm. Do you become a Findom celebrity and eventually, you know, right. the only people who can have you, it's 20 grand to set. Like, I mean, yeah. some people I'm sure build little empires, little followings. Yeah. I mean, and I, I've had one that then Twitter shut down. Yeah. Like I, I was up there in like, I mean, I still am like, I still have all my clients and stuff, but sure. yeah, I had, had 57,000 57, followers wow. for like a niche, like imagine a niche market for that too. Yeah. You know, it was, and what kind I of tweets were you known. posting? Um, and I'm still known, but, um, you know, I, I would just tweet also mostly pictures like of either, or sometimes some video of me at the ATM or there was, there's, there's a a level of like keeping up an appearance of always being like really rich that we all have to kind of do. But it's just pictures. Was your mouth in there or just neck? Mouth, mouth down. And it just like my lips eating a, you know, fancy meal. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes I would be out with people and like, I would go through periods where I like wouldn't drink at all. And I'd be like, let me hold your wine. <laughs> and I take a picture of me like with the wine or like, I'd be, you know, tweeting something about like, someone be like, what are you up to now? Goddess. And I'd be like, I'm out at like a fabulous club. And I'm like in a like dingy rehearsal for like improv, like being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like, you're like, totally. at Ripley Greer. Yeah. I'm at champion studios. Yeah. Just, oh, like, champion. <laughs> just like, I'm so having funny. oysters. Like, oh, none God. of it. I use like a picture from last week. Yeah. 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 But also making money while I'm, uh, you know, there at champion yeah, so studios and Twitter are people like just sending you, you know, I'm assuming there's a link and like mm-hmm. people are, are you, having private like DM, like how does that work? Yeah. Like, how are you interacting with people digitally? Yeah. So you can like, either I would be interacting with them on Twitter, on OnlyFans. Uh-huh. I'm on okay. OnlyFans gotcha. on usually in the top two to 5% of OnlyFans. Wow. No nudity, wow. no face. You're, what um, are you, you're just posting the same kind of stuff on there? Uh, yeah, I actually, here's, here's a crazy thing. I'm not, uh, we're not allowed now all these MasterCard rules. Remember when OnlyFans almost yeah. shut down? Yeah. There's all of this new, um, restriction stuff with porn and I cannot show me in public, even if like no one else is in it. I can't show me with like a client and it looks like a session, especially if there is, um, like they have to be tagged. If any, if anyone else is appearing in my stuff, even if they have like a mask on, they have to like, have like be tagged to really make sure, you know, they're there consensually. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But also like, and this was not so, so just for those, uh, let me see if I have it correctly. Only fans kind of said, we're not going to allow sex work anymore. There was a huge backlash. Yeah. Sex work, porn, nudity, all sorts of rules. Mm -hmm. And it was partly because they were having trouble with, with getting cash and MasterCard. Yeah. And then they said, okay, we take it back. But the ru- there's but still there's a still, shitload of rules. There's intense rules. I can't show me with cash, like especially with another like person. Are people happy or are people furious at OnlyFans still? There's, uh, I think like 
Yeah, this is it's a mixed bag. Like I think most of us are very frustrated with OnlyFans. Like it's it's a very they really police us hard. Um, and there's always like the possibility of you getting your account suspended or, um, you know, shut down. But if it was, you'd be okay because you have clients like you, yes. when you lost your Twitter, was that a, a, was ter- a I lost my TikTok for a day blow. and I had a nightmare. Yeah. It was a huge, huge blow. Um, because also like, and what, so what many was things. the reason for, I don't know. This is the worst part. You they don't know? never told me they didn't give me warning. You they just tried? shut it down. I tried to appeal. No one responded. I like, should, I mean, try to, if you have a friend who works at I these, know. I mean, I'm that's all it, it is. It's so, I'm lucky because I'm in a circumstance where it's like, I know maybe some people who know some people at the thing and they yeah. can turn it back on. But just cause I'm on the right, the good side of it. I'm like, this is not a good system. That's totally. yeah. people. Yeah. This is a public utility borderline at this Especially point. Especially because the rules change. Like, you know, and, so, and they're not a lot of it's computers doing it or yeah, one person just complaints bots looking yeah. for certain words. Yeah. Garbage, yeah. garbage, yeah. Yeah. garbage. Yeah. So system. my guess is it was like an old tweet that taken out of context would have been considered like violence or, you know, like hate speech or something. It would like be that. funny if it was just like a, an edgelord joke and had nothing to do with Findom. Oh my yeah. God. Just some like, they're just like, this is bad. <laughs> uh, Cause there's, I mean, there's full on porn on Twitter. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I have to stop looking at Twitter. Like I don't follow like a lot of porn stars. But there's some like comedians that do porn and I'll be like, I'll be looking at my phone at the hairdresser and all of a sudden it's like someone just getting DP'd and I'm like, ah, I wasn't scary. Um, so one, one question I had was obviously you're like compared to the general population to participate in this work, you're kind of more open sexually or, 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 or willing to like explore these sides. Mm. What do you think stops you from, is, is there a term for sex work that involves having sex mm-hmm. and sex work that that is this? Is there anything to delineate because you haven't, did you ever think about crossing that line? Do you see it as a line or just like, I like this. I do see it as a line. I mean, uh, for me, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, I, I've even, the way I even discover my rules is also obviously by breaking them by being like, Oh, that's a boundary. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like being like, yeah. that was too much. And so there were definitely like instances where, you know, guys would push to do something and I'd be like, okay. Um, like one guy kept wanting to like lick my asshole. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And I was like, there's a lot of people that like ass worship. And I was like, okay, if you like kiss my butt and stuff, all right, we can try this. And again, it was him wanting me to be dominant, but he was pressuring me to do things I didn't want to do. And he kept just like, every time he would like move the thong out of the way Uh and like, and go for it. And every time I would be like, I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable. He'd be like, I'm sorry, goddess. And then he'd stop and then he'd just go right back and do it again. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, no more of like ass worship. Like, like anything like close, it was just like, it just felt like too much. It felt like too invasive for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I also generally am not like, I'm, I'm not like attracted to my clients. So like, that's, you know, there's a lot of people that will like get into relationships that like, maybe they do have attraction with their clients. I have just such, uh, such walls up. Uh, which has always kind of been my vibe. Like I've never enjoyed men hitting on me. I'm always the one to make the first move sure, actually. Yeah. Um, Cause I just feel like, I, I think to me, it, it feels like I just like, Oh, they're just trying to have sex with me. Like I can't trust what's coming out of them. I can't like get to know mm-hmm. them from like 
a, a more relaxed place. Yeah. So anytime I've like, you know, ended up, you know, dating someone, it's because I generally have made the first move. Um, sure. And we were in a situation where they, maybe they couldn't hit on me or they, yeah. you know, we were just friends, whatever it was. So that's specific to me. I don't, I wouldn't say, I mean, I would say in general, like doms, like dominatrixes, like mostly it's like about them doing stuff to other people. And usually they have pretty like intense boundaries and walls. And that's like why they choose that, mm -hmm. um, to like have the power to have that control. Um, but yeah, like I would say, you know, most escorts are like, that's probably, that probably means that maybe sex is on the table, but they're also, should always be a discussion about it. Right. Or like yeah. sugaring. It's like, again, a lot of gray area. Like there are a lot of people that do sugaring that like don't have sex or maybe they do with certain clients, but not with others or whatever it is. So I think it just really depends on the person. Yeah. Do you have friends that do sex work and they have sex? Um, I've, I've known some that have, I would not currently, I, ha yeah. I have, I, I know, know a girl who's a friend of mine who, uh, she lives in LA now, so I don't really see her very much. Um, but she used to, and like worked at a place. Yeah. Um, does it yeah. feel like a community, like akin to the comedy community or a community? It does a little bit. It does. There is like, I actually have a bunch of, uh, Findom friends that I like met through Twitter and mm -hmm. like, we'll hang out sometimes. And right now there's like a whole group text thing going about, this, um, this one sub that has like a lot of money that these like pretty famous Findoms have that, uh, we're all doing like a group, like ganging up on this sub and like, we all get money. So like we did a whole Super Bowl thing and like, it was like this whole spread of like, okay, if like, you know, the Gatorade is blue, then like these doms get this money oh, or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's sometimes interesting where with some of these guys that it seems like they have so much money that it doesn't hurt their bottom line. Some of them, but yeah. But they still get to yeah. play the game yeah. of it. It's also a lot of these people have a lot of um, like feeling like they don't deserve their money. Mm. And so this is a way for them to like let go of that. Yeah. Um, and again, like in general, like anything where it, there is like, trauma or shame, like sexualizing it turns it into pleasure in your body and like allows you to feel it and move it rather than like, don't feel that, don't think that yeah. thing. So like in general, like these darker fantasies, like even being humiliated and called a loser is like, is like moving a deep thing like out of you in a way and like being able to express it and like face it as opposed to like, you know, trying to avoid it and never deal with it and it just building up. And then Ultimately, do you, is this something that you're like, one day I just want to put this down and move on? I think I'll, I, I mean, there's, there is an element that like can be quite exhausting sometimes depending on the clients. And then there's some clients that are so great. I think I would just like keep certain clients like as like a possible thing here and there. Do you Depending, ever fear, who knows? Yeah. you ever fear it'll come back and is there any of that actor fear of like, I'll get cast in a Disney thing? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's why I don't show my face because sure. if I showed my face, I would make so much more money. Really? These women, there's, they make like $7,000 a day, <laughs> like wow. just on like clip sales, which is like not even having to interact with people. And I do, I actually make and sell clips and they will sell for anywhere from like 10, 15, 20 bucks a clip. 
and people buy them and like, it doesn't even have my face, but like, luckily I'm like expressive enough and I know how to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell a story. Um, but that, that's a huge part of it. Like my clip, like clips are so silly in the world. Um, I even like me and an ex, like we had a joke about like the names of my clips sound like, like Jenna Maroney, like films in 30 rock. <laughs> Like one of them's like date night with my feet or like <laughs> caught you staring. Yeah. You're my foot bitch now. Like yeah. just like <laughs> Jenna Maroney now stars. And in. the clips are, are just, these are videos. They're these videos. Are, so, and it, so what would that video be? If you made that, it would just be like, you were like, you looking at my feet. Uh huh. It'd be like me sitting there and like, I think maybe I'm talking about something else and I'm just like, dangling my shoe I'm like wearing stilettos and I'm dangling like my Louboutin and I'm like are you listening to me you're 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 staring at are you staring at my feet it's kind of interesting where I feel like cameo (laughs) is kind of like it's it's a similar thing it's just like I want to have someone like have a little personal video with me yeah like cameo feels like almost like well probably started in this industry I feel like a lot of things started like in in sex industry and then totally they commodified yeah. it yeah i it's, mean OnlyFans is changing more and more out of like sex work too right yeah. like now it's like personal training. well some people put comedy stuff on there and i'm like oh i God. just can't even imagine getting people to that only fans for them to rebrand it's, it's like so really yeah. yeah how are you going to rebrand right now it's like it's like if it's like if Pornhub went into like unboxing videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's right. tough. It's tough to be like, yeah, f- find my unboxing channel at ujizz.com. Yeah. It's going to be a tough sell. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this was, uh, this was very fascinating. Does it, does it, I'm sure everyone, when they find out, they have a million questions. Is yeah. it fun to tell people about it? It does is. It, yeah. it, it can be a lot, like, especially on, like, first dates. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I like to yeah. tell them right away, and I'm like, yeah. all right, here we go. Like, you know, it's, yeah. which I mean, you know, as a performer, you also get a little bit of that. But as you can imagine, there's an even more, like, oh, I need to know. Sure. There's so many more follow-up questions. Would you ever date someone with a foot fetish? I, or would that feel like work? Like like they, they they go to massage your yeah, feet. You're, like, you're the only one. The yeah. boyfriend goes to massage no, 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 your feet. You're like, honey, please. I spent all day at the office. I'm good. Please don't yeah. massage my feet. I, I do think like they it would. They might have a difficult time. Like I, I might be on too much of, of a pedestal for someone who has a foot fetish. Yeah. I think I think yeah. that would be why. Not because I have a problem with a foot fetish, but yeah, it's because I might be again the like god demon thing. Like having, having sometimes been on too much of a pedestal in a relationship, like it's, it gets exhausting very fast. Was it ever weird to be doing sketch comedy and making thousands more than your teammates could dream of making? Yes. Especially when you have to leave rehearsal and like put on a sexy outfit and pretend like you weren't in a sweaty rehearsal. (laughs) Like, and just like, like the two worlds feel so different. And I used to not share it in the comedy world because I didn't want to be like, oh, there's the girl that's a sex worker and like not, not be like seen as like a comedian. Yeah. You know, who, who also does. I just love you forgot to take off like your old lady wig. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, I had funny. like, I have like an extra mustache that fell into my bra. Like, yeah. That would be so funny. <laughs> that, that'd be a funny. funny yeah. yeah that's, you, that's an idea for me. Oh, you, and I'm writing a show about this. Yeah. Do you have yeah. the name of the show yet? I don't yet. One name I'm messing with is sex job. Uh huh. Which I feel like yeah. is pretty good, but it doesn't necessarily capture the like 
you know, dominatrix aspect. So I'm not sure yet. Could just be financial domination, but that might be a pretty hard Google search. Yeah. <laughs> it's like figuring out something that is like the hook. Sure. That is what I do. That is tough. But not everyone's like so many other things will show up. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But it's it's been like a fun, a Fin-dom fun thing prom. to write about. Listen, piggies, this is my show. Something <laughs> like that. It was so funny because you had a sketch where someone calls you a piggy boy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, piggy boy. And then when I got the Dom thing, it was so funny. I was like, oh, Russell uses the same term. A yeah. piggy, piggy boy. It was like all those. It was like your sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but mine just came out of thinking it was funny to for a fat person. But, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, to be clear, in financial domination, it's because they're like a piggy bank. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny if you're like, I don't have fat clients. <laughs> but then, <laughs> to oh be clear, God. there are fat people are. <laughs> no, I mean, there are some people that like to be made fun of that, like for their fetish. It's There's all sorts. Most of them want me to make fun of their dick size. That's like, that's so like number one. maybe he wanted you to have a small one for when you were going to. Well, no, no, it was the it. other way. He wanted me he, to make fun of his dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Well, I don't sense. know. With, with men and men, it was, I mean, who knows what he yeah, wanted yeah, from yeah. me. Mm. But I, maybe I'll reach out. But, so they, the, no, yeah, I mean, it opens a whole nother. I, um, <laughs> um, well, this was, can you tell when someone has a foot fetish? Like, can you see the way that they look at feet? Sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. That's like one of In those things. Have you ever like been doing comedy with someone and like, that person has a foot fetish. <laughs> no, because I was probably too busy to like think of the yeah, next yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when people, That's I remember what you're like, doing comedy. I remember like no. one time, like, you know, just scrolling through porn and it was like mm. a foot video. And it's like, it's one of those things where you really see someone who has a fetish or like that enjoys something you do not. And you're like, man, people are different. Like, it's just something about seeing like someone like praising over feet. You're like, people who might go be out there who still are like being gays or choice or whatever. And you see someone like with a foot fetish, you're like, you clearly were wired completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, it was just, it's just such an interesting when someone has something so specifically. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a a lot of talk too. I've had a lot of clients say like, they think it's because, and we, we will never really know. I don't think, but like one theory is that with, with foot fetishes, cause it's a very common fetish is that when you are, you know, I think like age, like three, four is when like your sexual, like desires and what you're attracted to is like starting to develop. And so you're on the floor by a bunch of feet. Mm. So like you got that cute babysitter or your mom's friends sure. and you're just seeing these feet walk by and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I back to the original example. If, if a married couple was having sex and the baby was sucking the mom's toes, <laughs> is that, no. okay. I just don't want a baby yeah, there. <laughs> I don't, I just don't want the baby there. Um, uh, I remember, do you remember I wrote that sketch about a foot fetish? Uh, and I thought it was so funny, and then it didn't go. It was fine, but uh, it's it was hard a, to write fetish. It, it was a comedy. wedding photographer who was like, you know, when they take the photo of people's like nice wedding shoes, yeah. And it was like, so it was like, oh, we're gonna get that shot. Looking down, and then he just kept removing everyone and keeping one person in, and they'd be like, why don't you take your shoes? Off? Oh god! <laughs> and it became clear so quickly that he yeah. just had a foot fetish. But I do uh, not remember that. That would be a very. Fun uh, I think we did. It I think I there. think fetish comedy is tough. Yeah, because it it's like yeah. I think. So much is humorous about the fetish itself. 
someone yeah. obsessed with feet. Like there's so, it's 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 sometimes something is so funny or interesting or unique that it's like you're adding a hat on top of a hat. Yeah, yeah. that it can well, be challenging. The other thing too is that the to make a the joke foot about. thing. What's weird? What's weird about people's reaction to the foot thing is that it ultimately in the grand scheme of like kinks and things, it's like seems like kind of a nice like light one. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, like in the grand, like, so it's weird when I think it is weird when people are like, like think that foot fetish is so weird. Cause you're like, sure. you're like, it's feet. Like, it's like not, it, it just feels like pretty nice. That's a nice, like yeah, yeah, little yeah. One. there's, there's another you reason know? I think uh fetish comedy is hard and often doesn't work is because it's, it's immediately explained once it's like, Oh, it's a fetish. Like yes. there's nothing else to unpack. It's just like, Oh, they like this thing. Yeah. You know? And it's like, okay, done. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, if there's another premise where it's like, this happened, what, like why? And then there's more and more reasons For why sure. there's, there's nothing else except that there's the fetish exists after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think you'll, it's, it'll be a great one person show. Yeah, I'm excited. Develop it. I mean, it's, I'm working on it. It's coming along. I don't think I know any other like comedians who talk about it. At least, no. I sent my picture of feet, my feet once. I was shocked because oh, yeah, I don't he, have, he wanted the feet. Yeah, and it, and I, I just he sent me fifty bucks. I took it from my waist in this kitchen, mm. and and I, I it was just one of those. I was like, this is not worth fifty bucks. Mm. You could go on my Instagram and find a picture, a picture. I'm on that website. Rate your rate the feet. Okay. I remember my friend Chris and I, like, someone just took a picture from, you know, something we did on TV. And I think I did, did not have a great score. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, well, this has been a fantastic interview. Did you, did you want to do it? This got to stop or a blessing? Did you have something? Did I what? Oh, all right, good. That's a good, I, that's a good answer. It what? was in the email. It's fine. We oh, normally no, no. do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the have blessing. One? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. Sorry. You just spoke fast. So I, I was know, like, I'm what? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a, this has got to stop. You want to share with us? I, I do. I do. Okay. So uh, last night, I realize this will be later, but we just saw the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And uh, the this person's turned to me when we were watching it and was just like, you know how many people bet about, oh, when they were singing the national anthem, they're like, you know how many people bet for this person to mess up? And I'm just like, that's why do, I feel like even if people aren't betting on this, it's like so many people, I feel like when we watch people like performing, especially the national anthem or like, mm -hmm. you know, you can see how nervous they are. And I feel like some of it is because we're all watching, like, are they going to fuck up? Are they going to fail? Like, yeah. it's this like yeah. very like judgy Who thing. was it? Oh God, I don't remember her name. I was, like, I was I too busy reacting oh, to I this. Watch, uh, I don't disagree with you unless it was like someone that I'm like, I hate this bitch. Yeah, but like, <laughs> no, but it's this weird this thing like, of like, we'll there's see. a weird thing with the Super Bowl. Yes. With, with both the, the, the thing and the halftime show where it's every year, it's like, impress me. Yeah. Like, like, like we're all at home being like, we're Mickey like kings Guyton. and queens that can like, should be like oh are owed this like hu huge wonderful thing every year and you're like it's just one of those things where you're like it's relatively the same every year yeah like i also think with this it's like we're also bored of the national anthem so we're like anything to yes. be yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah like a new song maybe could we just be like oh that's a nice song rather than like i've heard this song a lot yeah yeah are they gonna do the part the part that's hard oh oh yeah. that's the part that's hard when yeah. I was a singer, I did like to see men fail, like cracking, <laughs> like they were cracking Jim compilations. <laughs> yeah. It was just surprised to you that I struggle yeah. with feeling joy for other performers. <laughs> this is a new trait that I've introduced to you. I had no idea you're like this. Um, 
Uh, normally have a sound cue, this new board. I didn't put the new sound oh, yeah. cues in, but this has got to stop. That was a great, this has got to stop. Thank Give you. performers a chance. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy. Super Bowl is the worst circumstances you're in. I was thinking about it watching the halftime show where like, it might, they're surrounded by people, but they're so far away. Yeah. So like Snoop Dogg and all, they really got to, though they had it so easy. Like Snoop's must have sang that song. The, song, the songs that he was rapping, uh, I don't know, a thousand yeah. times in his life. Yeah, He's probably amazing, like, we yeah. don't even need to run a dress of this. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of dance. And oh, yeah. I know the words really well. Yeah. That's yeah, gotta be just fun, a, man. There is just a yeah. weird thing where it's like, I don't know. It's it, it, like, I don't know. You guys put on a show. The, it, there's this weird thing where people are at home and they're <laughs> I'd like, love that. They they knock on someone's door. Hey, come hey, here. Why don't you do come it? Here. No, no, no. We're not going to no, have no, Aerosmith this charge. year. You, you get in, in there charge in of designing and picking the balloons and the lasers that we're going to be using. You do it. You know, I, it's just a very, uh, yeah, I agree with you. This it's show like, was fun. I thought yeah. it was a fun, a f- I didn't perfectly watch. entertaining halftime show. That's all I watched. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was wonderful, the halftime show. Yeah. I was into it. Yeah. And I, then and then 50 Cent put on a little bit of weight and everyone went fucking nuts making fun of 50 Cent really? getting fat. And I was <gasps> it was one of those things where I'm like, guys, he's like 50 he something. He said that we weren't gonna do this. <laughs> also, he hung upside down. He hung upside down. I guess like in oh, the God, music video. <laughs> in the music video, he was upside down for a portion of it. Oh. So like when he came on stage, he was upside down. What song did he do? Uh it, you can find me in the club. Oh yeah. And it was it was funny because he did put on some weight and he was upside down. So it's just like the whole image was like, what's going on? <laughs> was he on the top floor and he fell through? <laughs> and finally, oh, I, there's no but. Let's see what the computer has. <laughs> this is you better count your blessing. Uh-huh. Russell, you have a blessing to wrap us out. Oh, um, come back to me. Fuck you! What the fuck? No, I. Wh- uh, oh, my blessing. My mother. <gasps> uh, I guess she's been listening to the podcast. Really? And mm. immediately, it is not a great sign. Every time a family member's like, "I've been listening to the podcast," I'm like, "Oh fuck, fuck, fuck! What did I say? What did I say about them?" So, mom, if you're listening, I love you. She'll always be like, "Some of the stories I don't." She doesn't say I remember them differently. She goes, "Some of the stories didn't happen like you say them," and I go, "I disagree." But mom, I do appreciate it. It's nice that you listen. Yeah. Uh, she says she does it on hikes. And I, I hope you know everything I say about you. They're, they're all jokes. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, um, I, I, I am very thankful for, um, and it's kind of generic, but. Uh, Music. No, no, no. Um, uh, I, we had a great show Friday and I, anytime we have an uncle function show, Uh, it's good. And I love doing it so much with this group, but I felt like it was a particularly good energy sold out crowd. I felt it was, it was a a great, great show from start to finish. And, um, I always feel very thankful for the group. Um, it brings me a lot of joy. Jessica Fry, who teaches at NYU has these students come out. And this is my first time really witnessing it. Yes. Where like when she comes out on stage, you know what the, you know what the, this is a horrible fantasy to reveal. Where, you know, I thought, I thought, oh, well, I, I can't even say it out loud. It's so narcissistic well, and embarrassing. The there's something, well, there's something like, oh, one day, Tara like a bunch of people are going to come and I'm going to go out and it'll be like, uncle. at the beginning we go, uncle Russell, uncle yeah, Chris, yeah. uncle Joe Marco. And like, you think like, someday all the, all your Instagram fans are going to come to yeah, the yeah, show. One day, all these Instagram fans will finally buy a ticket. <laughs> But let me tell you, when it was like it was like Uncle uh, Chris, big woo, Uncle Douglas, big woo, Uncle Jamarco, slightly smaller woo, 
And then Uncle Jessica, like, the loudest like oh, my oh, my God. People going crazy. Like, the, the Beatles yes. yeah. walked on yeah. stage. And uh, it was just, it was it was pretty wild. Hey, it's pretty she- wild to, like, to... Just be there and be like, wow. Yeah, she's got to look she's how many people doing came here for you. Yeah. Well, also, I really think they all got tickets because they were like, we had sold a decent amount of tickets before, but I think we sold like 40, 50 tickets that last day. So I think I have to imagine most of those are like yeah. those kids. Do your clients ever come to your shows? Um, Again, like most of them don't, pretty much all of them don't know my real name. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, no. That, that, if, like, I was a, like if I was a dom, I'd be like, come to my improv show. <laughs> oh. It's $5. You got that, you little piggy slut? You're going to see me play a drunk little pirate boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and do you have a blessing? I do have a blessing. Um, I uh, Zoom cooking classes. In particular, my friend Lexi does this one. Oh, her her... What is it? Her Insta's Le Petite Friday, like the little Friday. Uh-huh. And it's just so nice to like get to like learn how to cook something like especially like last night I made like meringue, like these like pavlovas with like a homemade orange curd. It was just like epic. But like you get to also learn how to do it like in the comfort of your kitchen. Like I feel like, you know, and, and she can walk you through when you're like, I think I messed up. Like, I feel like either you go to a place with like a pristine kitchen and you're like, okay, I have to recreate this in like my crappy kitchen uh-huh. or you are like watching a thing or reading a thing. And you're like, I don't know if this is right. Like yeah, to have yeah. someone who's like an expert, like be able to be like, uh, show me like how much it's dripping from the spatula. And they'll be like, hmm, keep going. Like, it's really, really yeah. helpful. Yeah. Um, and what and is it called really again? Fun. Um, well, her, her Insta is Le Petite Friday. Le Petite Friday. But she does these cooking classes regularly. Yesterday was like an epic one for, for Valentine's day. It was the sure. love day one. So we made, yeah. Mini pavlovas. We made, uh, like uh, carbonara um, scallops in brown butter with capers and then a butternut squash and like walnut salad. That sounds so good. Well, you hear that, Tova? Check it out. Like Petite Friday. (laughs) Can't wait to see. Um, uh, Anything you want to plug? Uh, I feel like shows are like slow, like dripping in. So I don't know. I think like, I think my magnet team is starting shows. Yeah. Musical so What's the name of your magnet shade. team? Nightshade. Nightshade. Yeah. Go see Nightshade. Yeah, and they'll uh, be popping up. Uncle Function, it's the second Friday of every yeah, month? Second fr- uh, March 11th is our next show. March Asylum 11th. I see Friday. So you don't do March 11th, do the second Friday the month after. Yeah. For me, uh, uh, find me online, but uh, headlining LA March 30th. I'm doing Gilda's Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids, Michigan in April got a date in Detroit coming up soon. Lots of dates. Just check out my accounts at your Marco Cerezi. And just in case you're listening, the guy that I did the fin dumb with, whose name I don't remember. I don't <laughs> know if you ever to told me your name. I would not put it past you that you're not listening. I have a big fat cock. <laughs> big 12 inch monster it deserves hog. deserves so much money. And and uh, reach out with whatever account. And I'll, I think I think my girlfriend will be on board because we, she wants to go to New Orleans. And that's the only way it's happening. <laughs> this is The Downside. One, two, three. Downside.